Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more. And I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad. I'm excited to be with you another week to be talking about issues that are important to our community. I hope you enjoyed our last several episodes with uh, the Take Your Daughters and Sons to Work Day episodes I did with both of my sons, Hadar Muhammad and Kahar Muhammad. And then after that, we had the great conversation with Judge Charles Dorch Jr. And he was so insightful. And I continue to listen to that episode myself and continue to consume that wisdom that he shared with us. If you are not subscribed to the Nora Speaks podcast, I would urge you to subscribe. That way you can be notified when another episode has gone live and you can continue to consume this content that I have here for you on the Nora Speaks podcast. And as you hear in the opening there for this podcast, you understand that it is my intention to tug on the soul and the consciousness of the black community. And by that, I mean, it's I, I see our community, uh, the consciousness, our ideas, what we think of ourselves. I kind of see us in mud or even like quicksand where we have just sunk. I, I think about the uh, lofty goals and ideals that Dr. King had for the black community. I think about the words of Frederick Douglass and W.E.B. Du Bois and, you know, their uh, their contrasting opinions and those areas in which they had similarity. I think about, you know, the significant leaders of our time, um, Sojourner Truth and Harriet Tubman and, you know, the great, um, you know, our great black people who, you know, tried to solve our issues or address uh, some of our issues through the uh, political machine. And, you know, these people have had such um, lofty ideals and and high goals for us. But I wonder what do we see for ourselves? And I think of our, um, our, our consciousness kind of like it's we're sinking in the mud. And I, I say that because of how we uh, maintain our families, because of how we maintain our communities, because of how our schools are in such disrepair and we have our children not just going to schools in terrible disrepair, but also walking through often um, human and uh, 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 human trash and, and trash-like behavior and also just general refuse that we allow to litter um, the streets in our communities and even those of us who may not uh, deal with the the challenges of poverty, the challenges of um, 
urban decay, um, you know, and, and, and it's important for me to talk about us from, you know, all sides of the tracks. Um, and some of us may not have to deal with, you know, some of the urban decay, decay and urban blight that others of our community have to deal with. So now, you know, we may feel comfortable that now we're in the suburbs. And, um, but even then, our children are uh, vulnerable to gun violence there, just like they are, um, you know, facing gun violence in our urban centers. And sometimes it's not even from anyone who looks like them. You know, it's from a neighbor. I think about the young man who knocked on his neighbor's door for direction to school, and he was met with a shotgun blast. You know, so where are we safe? And I would suggest that we are safe in the communities that we make safe. And we have a long ways to go towards um, creating safe spaces for our children. And recently I saw in the news that Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina Fulton, will be running for um, committee person where she lives. And I think that's such a great thing for her to do because she recognizes that there is certainly need for change. And instead of looking to her right and looking to her left and saying they need to change something, she's saying, well, I can be a part of that change. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. Um, when I talk, when I say the mud that we are sinking into, um, we are kind of being consumed um, with the popular culture and the um, the the themes that we get over television and, and radio and it's certainly social media. And, you know, we have political debates on issues that may not really impact us directly um, or intensely. And sometimes these are the very issues that we spend a lot of time on. You know, I believe that we have to solve our own problems, and certainly those officials in the government have their place. You know, those officials in education have their place. Those officials in uh, community uh, health have their place. But I think that we should be occupying those spaces and that they be our places where we can make impacts and not sit back and rely on others to do something for us when we can get involved and make the changes that we need for ourselves. So, you know, in thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this episode, um, I have heard and I know that you have heard when we read a terrible story in the news or we hear a, a, a terrible story from a family member of something that happened in our community and we say, Somebody needs to do something. Well, they need to do something. Well, the somebody is you. The somebody is me. And we have an unfortunate habit of looking for others. You know, we, we're looking to our right. We're looking to our left. We look before us and behind us. And we don't always, you know, start with ourselves. And I don't mean to be corny and talk about the man in the mirror that Michael Jackson sang about all of those years ago. But in fact, the first change starts with ourselves. And so that somebody is you, that somebody is me. You know, we may not all be able 
to make big changes, but we all can make small changes that lead to very, very major impacts. And we can't discount the contribution that we can and that we should have towards changing our conditions and changing our communities for the better. We don't have to wait for someone to pass a bill, someone to write a bill, for someone to get in office. Um, We can be that change agent. And those of us who are working on the ground, sometimes we can be uh, just as or more effective. We can even be that liaison to those who are in the office and talking about, you know, what the people need and what the people want, what the people are concerned with. We can be those liaisons. We don't have to wait for someone on on a throne to kind of wave their wand and give us the changes that we see that we need in our communities. And we also shouldn't make excuses for our own lack of involvement. You know, some say, well, that's not my job. Some say, well, I don't, I don't get involved in politics. That's not my thing. Some people say the system is rigged. Some people say, I don't have time. You, you know these excuses that we use. Uh, some think, well, it won't change anything. Some people think, uh, well, black people, we, we can't come together. We won't come together to do anything. Well, aren't you black people? Well, if you are black people or a black person to get together with another black person, and then we have black people that have come together with the intention and with the dedication to create change. You know, another thing that we've said, well, I don't know where to start. Well, just pick us, pick a place and just go. And we can be more committed to our excuses than we are to being the change or looking for change or creating the change that we know that we need. And our people deserve much more. We deserve much more. And there's so much that has to be done. And I had a very um, emotional experience today that I, I really can't share now because um, I want to be able to share it with clarity and I'm still kind of reeling from my experience. But I will say it involved a young woman who really needs a serious intervention. And it has that the experience, and I will share in some detail later, um, um, but not so much as to, um, to violate, you know, any confidentiality. But the experience that I had really disqualifies our laziness. You know, the experience I had disqualifies our excuses because our people are in such need that we can't afford to be lazy. We can't afford to look for someone else to do it. We can't afford to to use these excuses of rigged systems and and, and, and corrupt politicians, well, then you go be the honest politician. Well, if the system is rigged, well, then you go fix it. Uh, we don't have time for these excuses because our babies are suffering, our women are at a loss, and our men are, are, are incapacitated in so many unfortunate ways. And so we have to start at the bottom. We have to start at the bottom and come up. And there's an opportunity for each and every one of us to get involved in some kind of way. You know, we can't use the excuses of, of, of not having time, of not having enough money to give, um, of thinking that it won't change anything. You know, it, like I said, we don't have to come and, 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 and bring um, 
we don't have to wait till we have a suitcase of $1 million to make an impact in, in someone's life. We can buy a new book bag. We can uh, buy a grocery, um, a, a supermarket gift certificate for a family that we need. Um, we can buy a young person some new books. We can pay for a haircut. Um, there's so much that we can do. And then we can convince one or two others to do the same. And then, look, we've created an organization. Yes, yeah, somebody does need to do something. But the somebody is you. And the somebody is me. And we have to activate ourselves to be the solutions that are needed in our community. And maybe you really want to participate. You want to get involved and you don't know where to start. Well, where you live, I'm sure there is some, someone, some organization, some uh, pastor, a minister. There's someone that you know that you can identify who is doing good work with all sincerity. Ask them how you can help. You don't have to be a one-man or one-woman island. You can join others in their efforts and be impactful in a way that is unique to you. You don't have to do it like someone else is doing it, but do something. So when we are looking around and we're looking at the state of our communities, we're looking at the condition of our children, of, of our families, we're looking at the hunger, we're looking at the poverty, we're the, the drug abuse, the children that are going astray, the educational deficits, the literacy deficits, um, the nutritional deficits and the health consequences, there is some way that each of us can make a contribution. It doesn't have to be on a grand scale. It could be on a small scale. And if many of us start on the small scale, then we can make a grand impact. And this is my challenge to you as I end every episode of Nora Speaks, challenging each and every listener to be the movement. You can be your own movement. And uh, the, the change is necessary and our people are waiting. And you can inspire someone that you've impacted. You can inspire others with the impacts that you make because you have a unique contribution that no one else can give but you. So when we say somebody needs to do something, they need to do this, what somebody needs to do, the somebody is you and the somebody is me. So let's roll up our sleeves and let's get involved. Let's put down our excuses. Let's put down all of the dividing lines and the reasons that we have to not work together because while we are criticizing each other or criticizing another person's efforts, I don't like the way he does that. Well, his philosophy is wrong. While we spend time on our soapboxes criticizing the others, then our children are not uh, getting what they need. Our seniors are not getting what they need. Our communities are not getting what they need. So maybe we can argue while we're nailing with our hammers and nails and we're building something. That's a better argument. Argue while you build, but this just be on our soapbox to just be critical, to just sit in your home, look through your blinds and talk about what somebody needs to do. Remember, the next time you have that thought, know indeed that that somebody is you. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. I encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review. Let others know about the Nora Speaks podcast. I have some very wonderful guests coming up very soon. I want you to be involved. You can email me at nora at norraspeaks.com. 
Nora at NoraSpeaks.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Let me know what you think about the Nora Speaks podcast and let me know what your impacts are in your community. Until next time, stay in peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at norispeaks.com. You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.